Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. There we go. Little little technical issue. Well, if I'm prepared, then it's a problem because I don't know. Then it takes long long to load a second time. I don't know what the problem is. Good mor- Good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, depends what time you're listening to this, I guess. Yes. Um, last night, if you stayed up a little bit, you got to watch the Epcot Forever streaming on uh, the Disney Parks blog. So it was it's the new Epcot fireworks show. And, uh, I don't know, we have some thoughts. What'd you think? Or perhaps you watched it on the webpage. Oh, on our webpage. Yes, via the link. Which then links back to the Disney Parks blog. Right. Um, I enjoyed it. Lots of classic music. Really enjoyed hearing stuff from Tapestry of Nations on there. Um, I liked the fire kites. But I was expecting, when they said kites, like we went back and looked at that old daytime show from 1980-something, the late 80s. And there were kites being pulled by boats. And I was like, okay, it's kites. It's 2019. I'm thinking the kites are really going to be drones with fabric on them. Right. And sure enough, we're watching the video and there come the kites. And there's a boat underneath pulling them. So there are speedboats that are going out on the on the lake. I couldn't really tell. But I mean, that takes a lot of talent if it is boats. Like, how do you get those things to fly right? That's a good question. I don't know. That takes skill. Especially when they're like flaming. Right. Or sparkling or whatever they were do- doing. It was like sort of like a firework at the end of a kite. Right. Um, I liked that there were a lot more fireworks than you see during Illuminations. So I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed most of the music. I had the same complaint that it seems like most people who I've um, heard from had uh, with the Aladdin soundtrack being in there. Like I liked that they were touching on... Um, a lot of the old songs from the park, and I think they should have just left it at that. Um, you had mentioned there was also some Mary Poppins music in there. They probably didn't need that. I would have um, maybe not done that. But overall, I liked it. If it were going to be permanent, I don't think I'd be thrilled. But it is temporary, and so for a temporary show, I think it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Very good. You should. Um, let's see. Staying over in Epcot... The construction walls around, let's see, where Interventions are they? West. Yes, Interventions West seem to have gotten a splash of color. Yeah, they. Um, if you take a look at the construction walls, they kind of have a little bit of the same design that was just put on the outside of the Odyssey building. So they've got these multicolor stripes and diagonals on there, as well as the new Epcot logo. Uh, and, it, you know, it looks a lot nicer than just a plain construction wall. Yeah, it's all, the construction walls are a dark, like, navy color blue, and then the Epcot is in, um, like, a white or a very light gray, so it, it pops. It looks really nice. Yep. Yes. And eventually that will all be covered in dust as they start to knock down those buildings because the heavy equipment is there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the monorail we've been complaining about a bit because uh, it seems like they should be getting some new ones because they're so old. Um, one of them got a refurb. Yep, uh, Monorail Green just got a new coat of paint, some paint, some new brakes, and a new interior. Uh, they got rid of the old teal seats and have replaced them with a, uh, I guess it's just a plain gray seat. Um, and the wall carpeting is gone. I don't know what kind of fabric it is now that says Monorail Green. Or maybe it's not fabric at all, which would probably be a good move. Right. Fabric inside of a 
public transportation just seems like a terrible idea. Yep, the floors look nice. There's new painting. There's new uh, caution signage. caution signage up there. Mm-hmm. So it looks nice if they can just keep them to work without breaking down. Uh, that would be beautiful. Yep, it looks shiny and new. Also shiny and new, and speaking of transportation, that there is another new bus wrap. Yes, there is. It is a Star Wars theme. Who's on there? It is BB-8 and the Planet of Batuu. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard about the Planet of Batuu recently. I have so much, <laughs> um, but that looks nice, so I like that one. And then let's see. How about uh, in merchandise news? There's some new magic bands that are being offered as a part of the Build a Band upgrades. Uh, they they're nice. They have holiday parks snacks choice. Uh, Descendants. They also have Fancy Nancy, Vampirina. Um, I think that's it for the newer ones. But and they're cute. Oh, they have a Christmas one too? Did you mention too? the Holiday Park Food Magic Band? I did say... I didn't realize... Oh, yeah. Park Snacks. Yeah, Holiday Park Snacks. Yeah, they're. I think they're cute. So um, more nice options when you're ordering. Yes, If they you don't are. mind spending a little extra. They sell for $29.99 in the park, but if you pre-order it, you get it for $20. Good. Yeah. I still don't know that I'd want to spend it, but... I don't know. No. The I have to, the the, ho- the holiday snack one is really cute. It is. And if you like Fancy Nancy, the Fancy Nancy one's pretty darn cute too. You know what the Fancy Nancy one is? What? Fancy. It is fancy. Uh let's see. Oh, oh, my my favorite thing. Oh, you want to talk about this one? We can talk about this. No, no, go ahead. Well, I'm, your favorite thing is sitting next to you. You are my favorite thing. Yeah. Next to food. Yes. Which was going to be my next story. Um the full menu has been revealed for the Enchanted Rose Lounge at the Grand, at the Grand Floridian. Um, what do we have there? We have... Oh, no. There, there's like seven pages of food. I don't think we're going to oh, go through all of this. Oh, he does this to me every time. All right, well, let me choose like two from each section. Okay. Most of it is beverages. All right. Well, I don't need to worry about beverages. Okay, so let's start at the top here. There is... This is so starters. starters. And that's it. That's the only food that's available. It's not the only food that's available. It's the only food that's available. It's a lounge. That's not this the... Is, the this rest is, is all this is beverages? All drinks. This is six pages of drinks and cocktails. Oh my goodness. I need to go. Okay. Well, then I can read the food. That's we'll not that many. We'll get you sufficiently liquored up. We'll ask Jason to step out of the room for a second. <laughs> so, these are the starters they're offering. And uh, they're only served from 5 to 10 p.m. Okay, then. The crab and gnocchetti gratin... Which is jumbo lump crab, nakeli, sardi, ribiola. I can't forget it. All right, it's a crab and gnocchini <laughs> gratin. Then they have espalette pepper spiced shrimp, truffle fries, mini smoked short rib sliders, white sturgeon caviar, octopus a la plancha, house made flatbread, and artinizal cheese selection. You're not getting full on this. No. I was so excited about a full menu. Yeah. Now it's I'm, just a lot of drinks. I'm pretty much eating uh, two flatbreads at $18 a piece. The um, shortbread sliders oh, it has blue cheese on it. You don't like that. Right. Uh, anyway, that's what they've got, and I'm disappointed. So. Why is that? What? Why is that? Because they haven't really have any food. Yes, and then they've got, uh, let's see, a page of wine, beer, hard cider, and non-alcoholic beverages, martinis, and cocktails. So As well as featured cocktails. Eh. Not excited at all. Well, so I guess I really am the most exciting thing in your world. You are. Um, 
Let's see, at the Magic Kingdom. I don't know if you have all heard of this, but they have something called Early Morning Magic, and it is a paid hard ticket early entry. Um, so that is returning to the Magic Kingdom. They've had it previously. They've announced some new dates for this. Uh, you want to tell people about it? Sure. It uh, takes place from 8 to 10 a.m. Uh, on multiple dates, usually Sundays and Tuesdays. Uh, as Cheryl mentioned, I think you mentioned, it doesn't require a park ticket as well as a ticket for the early morning magic. For an adult, it's going to be $89, and for a child, it's $79. And if I could just jump in here, that price has gone up with these new releases. Um, it used to be $79 and $69, so right. they've gone up $10. $10. And also, I'd like to add, um, even though it officially starts, uh, well, I November don't know. November 13th. The, oh, the, the time, the starting time is actually 7.45 a.m., not 8 o'clock. Well, they, at 7.45 is when they let them into the park and guide right. them to Fantasyland. So you're not getting into Fantasyland at 7.15, at 7.45. Yes, you are. 7.45 you get in. <sighs> Fine. Breakfast starts at 8. Yes. So breakfast is also available in Ray's Starlight Cafe. And breakfast consists of uh, scrambled eggs, smoked bacon, sausage, bre breakfast potatoes, pancakes, and other assorted items. I feel like you should have left this to me. The food. Oh, well, maybe next time. <laughs> Uh, maybe you... No, never mind. Um, the only rides that are available during this are seven rides in Fantasyland. They are the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, Princess Fairytale Hall, It's a Small World, The Mad Tea Party, and Under the Sea Journey of the Little Mermaid. Wait a second. You're telling me that I have to pay $89 to show up and I'm riding a small world? No, no. You're riding Seven Dwarves Mine Train. First, that's the... Only thing I got for for eighty nine dollars. It's Fantasyland. Fantasyland is open for you. It's not even all of Fantasyland. No. I want to go on uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Like that's the other big ride that can't I. Go on Peter Pan. This is ridiculous. Open. I am not spending any money on this. Well, you don't spend money on this anyway. Well, I might if I could get into some worthwhile things. Go ahead, finish up. I'm annoyed with this. That's completely. it. It's it's just it's uh, it Sundays don't and go. Tuesdays. Oh, that's not nice. That's so stupid. Oh, I'm upset now. Okay. Wow. Um, I've, I've got to deal with her for the rest of the night when we stop recording. I can't believe that. I thought you got like into the whole park. No. It's, it's not even all of Fantasyland. I know. And you get some like scrambled eggs and yogurt and they want to charge you $90. It's insane. Um, I don't know. Switching gears here. They have some very cute leggings. They are, leggings make Cheryl happy. They kind of do. I like like LuLaRoe leggings and sort of the wild and crazy ones. I don't really wear them because I look sort of silly in them, but I like to buy them. Um, mm -hmm. In the Magic Kingdom at um, in Adventureland, they have these VHS cover leggings. Where in Adventureland? Agrabah Bazaar. Mm -hmm. um, so the they're t like sort of like tiny little cover. Looks like the covers of the VHS tapes that you'd buy so it's like and so it's all the movies from like the 80s and 90s i'd say right like little mermaid aladdin who else is on there you keep scrolling i can't see little mermaid aladdin dumbo, dumbo lady Lion and the King. tramp so uh, it does just sort of look like Peter sort of your Pan. vhs collection and it's very bright and colorful all over these leggings so those are cute um those are 39.99 oh beauty and the beast is also on there okay so those are cute i wouldn't wear them you wouldn't? No. I think I have a picture of you in a pair of my leggings. Yeah. Well, that was just to help gain you business. Uh-huh. 
Um, also at the Magic Kingdom, there's some new character meet and greet locations. A lot of this has to do with the end of the Mickey and Minnie surprise celebration. They've been sort of shuffling characters around and changing signage. So what have they done? Uh, where have people moved? Well, um, as you mentioned, this is because it's the end of the surprise celebration. You know, we, we were celebrating Mickey's 90th birthday, but I guess that's over with now. He only got a couple of months. Um, as of this morning, Pluto is no longer greeting guests in Pete's silly, silly sideshow. <laughs> in the mornings, he will be roaming Storybook Circus, and in the afternoons, he will be in the Calliope Tent, which is between Pete's silly sideshow and the Walt Disney World uh, Walt Disney World Railroad Station. Minnie is moving back into uh, actually moving back into Pete's silly sideshow as of October third. Uh, Anastasia, Drizella, and the Fairy Godmother will now be greeting guests at the castle wall nearest to Pinocchio Village House. So you've got to know where you are in order to find them. Mm. Uh, the Fairy Godmother previously met at the other castle wall and the stepsisters just behind the castle. They will be rotating with each other at this new location, so you won't find all three of them there at once. Uh, Chip and Dale are going to be roaming Frontierland in the mornings, and then they will be near the Splash Mountain exit in the afternoon. And then, as we mentioned yesterday, um, Mickey does not have a location change, but he is out of his celebration outfit and back to his uh, magician outfit at the Town Square Theater on Main Street, USA. Well, thank you for that update. You're welcome. Um, also, let's see. Merchant more merchandise news um, having to do with Frozen 2. They are calling the uh, release of the Frozen 2 merchandise Frozen Fan Fest. Um, and you're getting a look at some of the new merchandise that's coming to the Disney parks. Um, Frozen 2 is going to be making its debut on November 22nd, um, but they are rolling out new products uh, starting uh, this Friday, October 4th, so in a Seems couple like of days. everything is coming out uh, November 4th. We've got all this October Star Wars... Oh, I'm sorry, October 4th. We've mm -hmm. got all this Star Wars stuff coming out. Yep. We've got all the Frozen stuff coming out. Yep. So... Um, I don't know. There's nothing particularly exciting. You know, some t-shirts, Pandora charms. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you're excited about? Uh, you know, I really look forward to the Pandora charms. They are they are pretty if you like that. I mean, you're kidding, but um, they are. Those are actually I like, really I do pretty. like the Olaf Pandora. Um, so in addition to this, if you are in Anaheim, there is a Frozen 2 themed photo op uh, throughout the weekend. And if you're in Orlando, you will have the opportunity to purchase Frozen 2 themed food and beverage offerings. Uh, they want all fans to participate in the Frozen 2 fun by joining the hashtag Frozen Fan Fest conversation on social media. Um, while this does kick off today, uh, merchandise will be rolled out uh, on October 4th and the Disney Park blogs will have more information on what is being rolled out. All right. Um, and in more October 4th merchandise news, as we have talked about so many times, um, there is this, uh, where did it go? What's the name? What are they calling the Star Wars release? Triple Force Friday. Yes, Triple Force Friday. So as a part of that, um, there are some mini ear, this new mini ear headband. It's uh, Leia Bun inspired. Uh, they're cute. They look a little bit like cinnamon buns on either side of a bow, but they're still cute. Um, and they were designed by Ashley Eckstein. Eckstein? What do you think it is? Eckstein? Eckstein? Um, who is the voice of... Oh, you can do this. I don't know. These are Star Wars names. No, come on. You can She's say She's the this. voice of who? Come on. Ashoka, Ashoka Tano? Ashoka Tano. Okay. 
from Star Wars The Clone Wars, and she designed these. And she's going to be signing the ears, I guess. She'll be signing two items, one of which would be the ears. Mm. You're not allowed to bring personal items in. But she will be signing personal items at the launch bay on October 4th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. You have to go early to get a wristband. You just said I can't bring personal items in. You can't bring personal items in. Then how can she sign them? They expect you to buy the ears. Right. But they don't want people bringing in like posters and right. stuff. Okay. She will sign up to two items. That's I'm just, I'm reading from the Disney <laughs> blog. I did not, don't ask me to translate it. So it can't be personal items. So it can be the ears and... And a napkin. I, I don't know. You don't make any sense. It, we ask that only two items be signed per guest per time in line. We ask that you bring no personal items to be signed. A valid Walt Disney World Resort receipt may be required. Artist signing is subject to space and time availability and is not guaranteed. So essentially, she will sign up to two items if you buy two sets of ears. Gotcha. So they want you to buy the ears and have her sign them. All right. So that's, more, that, okay. that's more clear. There we go. I was going to bring, I don't know, what's a personal item? Have her sign my bra or something? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a family friendly. <laughs> what time are you going to bed? Not soon enough. I know. Um... Let's see what else do we have. Oh, in Disney Cruise Line news, uh, Disney has a new video with details on the Disney Wish, which is the fifth ship coming to their fleet. Um, However, all they're really doing is highlighting everything that they've already unveiled. So it's taking clips that already existed and sort of putting them together um, in one concise area to show what we already know. Yeah, but it, if you're excited, it's still fun to watch. Essentially, we got a new artist's rendering of the the, the atrium with the new uh, three-story grand staircase, um, a look at the back of the ship, which we had already kind of seen Rapunzel back there, a uh, little discussion on why it's called the Wish, and then the mention that it's powered by uh, liquefied natural gas. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that part. Um, and if you are thinking of booking a uh, Disney cruise, we had talked about the online bookings changing, um, that they do not offer the onboard credits anymore. You mentioned uh, onboard bookings. You said online bookings. Oh, did I? Yes. Onboard bookings. Online bookings are still fine, but they don't give you anything special. Right. Um, no, no discounts or anything. But if you book on board, you get a 10% um discount off your fare and you used to get um onboard credit which you no longer get uh also apparently this has always been the case but there's certain um dates that are blacked out that you cannot get that 10 percent off uh so they released what those are for um 2021 on the fantasy it's uh, march 27th and april 3rd on the dream it's march 29th april 2nd and april 5th And on The Wonder, it's March 28th and April 2nd. On The Magic, it's March 29th and April 3rd. So pretty much those, like, hot spring break dates, you are not going to get that 10%. I bet you that's Easter. Yeah. Easter is the first week in April. Yeah, I'm sure it's somewhere around there. So, uh, so yeah, you cannot get your discounts for those times. Um, But any other times. You probably don't want to travel then anyway. It's going to be too busy. All right. All right, well, that's all the news. If you're not a member of our Facebook group yet, look us up as the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.